Jesus told stories recorded in the form of parables in the Bible. He told stories about things that were lost, the value of good stewardship, and helping those in need. These were usually based on popular common stories that people would recognise as soon as they heard them. One way that we learn and remember stories these days is through reading books. Or if you're like me, then you watch movies based on these books. Movies are modern day parables and are relevant to our time. I'm convinced that if Jesus were here today, he would be using them as examples to help us understand the message that he was bringing. Movies are filled with stories that speak to us in so many ways. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that these movies are all written with biblical principles at the heart. Far from it. But what we can learn from movies are relatable examples of these principles being played out on our screens. This isn't about living exactly like the characters in these stories, but it's about understanding the relevance of their experiences and applying them to our Christian faith. Now, I must admit that I don't go to the movies to be mentally and spiritually challenged. I usually go to switch off, to laugh out loud, or just to watch things explode. Finding hidden meaning or plot twists in movies isn't really my strong suit. And if you ask Fiona, then she would tell you that I am typically the last person to figure things out and rarely see the twist coming, even though it's been staring me at the face, uh, in the face rather, <laughs> since the opening sequence. When I was asked to speak as part of this series, I initially thought I knew exactly what I would choose. But then I doubted myself. I thought maybe I was being too obvious and the eyes would roll when I revealed my choice. But when I circled back, I realized that this movie is just too good not to share with you all. My main problem was narrowing it down from which one of the nine in the series to choose from. Now, before I go any further, I will disappoint some of you, I'm sure, to let you know that I haven't chosen the Fast and the Furious franchise, however awesome and challenging that would have been. We love a film franchise in our house, whether it's watching all the Harry Potters at Christmas time or setting aside like a month of our time to make our way through all of the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit films. I love films that evolve and where the characters and the actors grow up as the story progresses. One of my all-time favourite film franchises is Star Wars. For some reason I'm surprised when people tell me that they haven't seen it. If, and if that's you, uh, and, or if you tried watching it and the sci-fi slash weird alien puppet thing wasn't for you, then there's no judgment here. What I hope to do today is not to convince you to watch Star Wars, although you, you really should, but I want to highlight some of the examples that we can learn from the characters in the films. Before I go on any further, I must admit that I have cheated this week uh, by choosing nine films instead of one, uh, but it was just too difficult to choose one of these films and they all really need to be watched as one to fully understand the story. Although in what order is still up for debate. So set a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away where humans and aliens coexist with robots or droids, the saga follows the efforts of resistance fighters repelling the seemingly insurmountable evil empire. The main protagonists are the most unlikely of heroes, orphan children from remote places overcoming adversity, fulfilling their destiny. Each episode usually follows a similar pattern 
where the resistance appears to be defeated before hatching a daring plan and against all the odds blowing something up to take the victory. Spoiler alert. What is great about Star Wars are the themes that run throughout the storyline. There are lessons of faith, seeking wisdom from others, understanding life's calling, doing what is right, redemption and overcoming darkness. Then there is the Force. Obi-Wan Kenobi explains that it surrounds us, penetrates it, binds the galaxy together. Now clearly this does not equate with the personal, infinite creator God that we see in the Bible. But nevertheless, there are similarities with the way that Paul talks about Almighty God in Colossians 1 verses 16 and 17 where he says, For in him all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. He is before all things and in him all, th and in him all things hold together. Now, like most stories, Star Wars helps to awaken this sense that we participate in something greater than ourselves. Good versus evil, the hero against the villain, the underdog winning against the seemingly invincible, the light overcoming the darkness. There's a reason these dynamics are repeated and yet never get old or go out of style. They are strangely familiar because they belong to the original story and that's God's story, our story. Now there are three points that I want to briefly look at today and I'll be picking a few verses from the Bible uh, but mainly we'll be looking at John chapter 1. So three points are that we must recognise Jesus, we should respond to Jesus and we must rely on him. So firstly we must recognise Jesus and follow him. Ask your friends who was Jesus and what do they say? A good man? A prophet? A great teacher? All of these are true, but Jesus is so much more. John 1 verse 1 to 5 says, In the beginning the Word already existed. The Word was with God, and the Word was God. He existed in the beginning with God. God created everything through him, and nothing was created except through him. The Word gave life to everything that was created, and his life brought light to everyone. The light shines in the darkness, and the darkness can never extinguish it. The question is not who was Jesus, but it should be who is Jesus? He was with God the Father in the beginning and what did he do? He created the whole universe and everything in it. Billions and billions of stars. He existed before time, before creation. And yet wonder of wonder, he is God come to earth, God in human form. Now Star Wars is a cosmic drama and that itself creates a connection to our faith considering that our mission is to proclaim our own cosmic drama, our dramatic message that just so happens to be about a special boy from an obscure desert locale emerging as the hope of the universe. Does that sound familiar? The son in the Star Wars story is willing to die to redeem his fallen father and the son in the gospel story sent by his loving heavenly father gives his life to redeem those who have fallen in their father Adam. Luke Skywalker, a Tatooine farm boy, rose from humble beginnings to become one of the greatest Jedi warriors that the galaxy has ever known. But his journey wasn't easy. He left his home to follow in the footsteps of his father and train to become a Jedi Knight. Skywalker had to step out in faith, 
endure many hardships as he pursued an unknown and uncertain destination. He had to undergo years of rigorous training to prepare for the task set before him. In a similar way, many of Jesus' disciples also came from humble roots. Four of them, Peter, James, John and Andrew, were all fishermen. Another, Matthew, he was a tax collector. Matthew 4 verse 18 to 22 says, One day, as Jesus was walking along the shore of the Sea of Galilee, he saw two brothers, Simon, also called Peter, and Andrew, throwing a net into the water, for they fished for a living. Jesus called out to them, Come, follow me, and I will show you how to fish for people. And they left their nets at once and followed him. A little farther up the shore, he saw two other brothers, James and John, sitting in a boat with their father Zebedee, repairing their nets. He called them to come. They immediately followed him, leaving the boat and their father behind. Jesus' disciples had to step out in faith to follow Jesus. Jesus was calling them away from their productive trade to be productive spiritually. They endured much suffering and persecution as part of their training and discipleship. Yet by living out the principles that Jesus taught them, they changed the course of history. Their legacy continues to impact lives, even today. So when God calls us, it takes a lot of courage to look beyond our individual circumstances and grasp the larger picture, and then to overcome our fears and step out in faith. So this leads us to our next point. Once we recognize who Jesus is, we must respond to his teaching. And there we find hope in redemption. John 1 verse 12 to 13 says, But all who have believed in him and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. There are redemption stories scattered throughout the Star Wars series. It's not just a story about good versus evil. It is possible to change sides both ways. Finn in The Force Awakens is raised from birth as a stormtrooper. He is just a number. He looks like a machine with no emotions or expressions. He obeys commands, but he does have a conscience. He can choose and he does. He changes sides and he does the right thing. He removes his old uniform and he picks up and wears the jacket of the one who saved him. He joins the rebellion and rejects the dark side. He comes into the light where he is welcomed and accepted. He receives a new name and is loved. He is redeemed. He is a real person. That beautifully describes how we become a follower of Jesus Christ. This redemption or call to change sides is there for us all. This all points us to the power of the Holy Spirit who convicts us of sin, who calls us to repent, who coaxes us to follow the Lord Jesus, to join the Lord's sight and fight the dark forces that used to enslave us, who still control our world. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the authorities, against the powers of this dark world and against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavenly realms. That's Ephesians 6 verse 11. It's never too late for redemption. At the very end of the return of the Jedi, just as it seems that all hope is lost, something incredible happens. Darth Vader, the long-standing antagonist of the series, sacrifices himself to save his son and defeat the Emperor. 
Vader had believed that he was too far gone to ever find redemption. He had done so many terrible things, betrayed so many people. How could he ever be forgiven? Luke, on the other hand, never lost faith that Vader, his father, he believed so strongly that he was capable of returning to the light that he was willing to pay the ultimate price for his forgiveness. There are many people like Darth Vader who look back on their mistakes and think that it's too late, that they're wrong, that they've done so much wrong and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how far we strayed or how mangled we've become in the process. Jesus gave his life so that we could all be forgiven. God doesn't need to save you because he already has. So we must recognise Jesus, we must respond to Jesus, and finally, we must rely on Jesus or put our trust in him. The dark side is closer than we would like to think. In The Empire Strikes Back, Yoda reminds us that anger, fear, aggression, these are all paths to the dark side. Before Luke could overcome the dark side, he has to learn to let go of his own ideas about how he had to fight in the rebellion. Under the direction of his mentor, Obi-Wan Kenobi, Luke begins to learn the ways of the Force. He sees the fruits of this training in Episode 4, A New Hope. Luke Skywalker takes on a daring mission to take down the Death Star. Most of the Rebel Alliance's fleet of fighters have already been destroyed, and Skywalker is the only remaining hope of defeating the Empire. He flies his X-Wing fighter along the surface of the Galactic Empire's planet-destroying space station, tailed by Darth Vader and two of his wingmen. The odds are stacked against him, but in the heat of the battle, Luke makes a choice. He chooses to shut out the distractions and focus in on the sound of his mentor's voice in his head. Use the force, Luke. Let go, Luke. Luke, trust me. With the future of the galaxy hanging on this one moment, Luke turns off his space sat-nav, the one thing that the world tells him will get the best results, and he uses the force to find the weak spot in the Death Star. He hits the impossible target at the very last moment and streaks away to escape the devastating explosion as the Death Star is defeated. This, I like, is a good uh, illustration of how we are to live by faith. Imagine yourself in his shoes. You are seeking to do God's will in your life, but distractions are coming at you. You can't shake the worry and the doubt from your tail. You have a choice to make. Do you rely on your own knowledge, your skills, and your experiences to make important decisions? Or do you pray? Do you ask God for wisdom? Ask him to guide you, and do you rely on him? Solomon wrote in Proverbs verses three, uh, sorry, chapter 3, verse 5 and 6, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him and he will make your paths straight. The Apostle Paul put it like this. We live by faith and not by sight. We each have a part in God's plan and we too need a mentor to discover it. The more time we spend with someone, the more you become like them. I find that when I'm trying to learn something new, I like to copy the ways of the people that I want to emulate. When I was learning the guitar, I wanted to be like those that I looked up to. I spent all of my time hanging out with them, uh, probably annoying them, asking them too many questions, practicing techniques, uh, picking their brains, and just trying to accelerate my learning. I copied what they were doing. Even the little things like using the same type of pick or the similar type of strings. 
by mimicking these small details I felt that I was becoming like them and that I soon would be as good as they were. In the same way, when we mimic the way Jesus lived and understand his teachings, we were able to rely on him and become more like him. This takes practice and we need to surround ourselves with mentors, spend more time reading the Bible, spend more time in prayer, spend more time asking God to guide our thoughts and our decisions, even in the little details. The more we practice, the better we'll get. And then when the big choices come our way, we can switch off the distractions and rely on him to guide us down the right path. We can rely on the Holy Spirit to guide us, as it says in John 14, the counsellor, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, will teach you all things and remind you of everything I have said to you. So there we have it. Three hot takes from Star Wars about how we can recognise Jesus as God, respond to him and return to the light and put our trust in the Holy Spirit to guide us. Now I don't know where you are on this journey this morning. You might be at the start where you are figuring out who Jesus is but have yet to respond or yet to realise the hope and redemption that is in Christ. You might be in a place where you are learning to rely on the Lord more or you might have this all figured out and be in a place where you can mentor those who are spiritually younger than yourself. Whatever your situation, I'd love to spend some time reflecting on today and asking God to reveal himself to us and to guide our next steps. As we take some time over the next month to rest and refresh, my prayer for us all is that we find renewed energy to pursue all that God has for us. So why don't we pray just before we close. Heavenly Father, thank you that your creation reminds us of just how powerful, how awesome you are. Yeah, God, we just want to use this time just to invite your Holy Spirit just to come and, and, and speak to us this morning. God, would you be uh, just revealing yourself to us? Would you be just drawing alongside us? Lord, would we be tuning in to your voice? Would we practice shutting off the distractions, shutting out what the world wants us to hear and focusing in on your word, focusing in on your call for our life? God, as we get to know you better, as we spend more time in your presence, will we learn to rely on you? Will we learn that you are enough, that you are the God who provides, you provide all things that we need? God, would you help us have the faith to believe that, the faith to rest in you. Yeah. In Jesus' name we pray these things. Amen.